from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to episode 158 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, John Dyer and Sally Kunders. And we are coming to you on a Saturday the 16th of December 2023. We the co-hosts though are not the main point of this episode folks. This is our three-year anniversary. Yes, since Warren and Austin kicked this off uh, in December 2020, we are now at three, and I'm delighted to say we have quite a lot of listeners joining us on this episode. You know, we like to do this as a significant anniversary, so it's great that so many of you have been able to come. What we're going to do essentially is we're just going to have an introduce each other, have a bit of a chat, and uh, yeah, kick back, enjoy it. Hopefully, you've grabbed your favourite drink and comestibles, and even if you're listening on demand, hopefully you're doing that as well. So I am going to go down the list of folks just as I see them on my screen. No no co-hosts prioritised particularly, uh, but we'll just go in the order. And if you say uh, who you are, uh, where you're from, even if you're very familiar, uh, maybe what Android device uh, you are currently preferring as your primary. And if you want to, and if you are uh, celebrating with us, uh, what is your uh, tipple of choice? So let's have a look who we have first of all. Well, it is actually a co-host. Um, it's Warren. Warren, where are you coming to us from and what are you doing? Hey, guys. Coming to you guys from the state of Washington. And I'm hiding my head indoors today, of course, during the anniversary. So glad to be here. And what's your, what's your preferred phone of choice right now? What's your, what's your go-to in your suite of many, many phones? At the moment, of course, every one of you guys know that I'm a Pixel guy, so I've got the Pixel 8 Pro running, and that's my main driver. And am I right in saying it's probably too early for you to be drinking right now? Not that you drink alcohol anyway. Oh, gosh, I'll tell you what. My wife had to go to Ohio today, and so she kind of got her alarm set for 2.30, and I had stayed up late working on something, and my eyes... It's like I got sand in my eyes because uh, I'm so sleepy. So um, not quite up to par, but I'm here to party. And I should have gotten some uh, tea or something, uh, maybe uh, borrow some uh, beer from uh, Ed, of course. But I didn't do that, so I'm all dry. Yeah, I do indeed have a beer. Uh, next is Austin. Austin, what's going on? So I'm from Mumbai, India, and I'm back from a vacation. So I'm going to, I'm having the thing that is called Cashew Fanny. So Cashew Fanny is a go-on drink. It's made out of the cashew fruit. It's a juice of cashew fruit, which is fermented, and it's really, really strong and nice, strong smell. It's good for cold. If you have a flu or something, you can have that. So that is on the table today, and I and Warren co-founded this episode, and we cannot believe it has been three years since we have started this. Sometimes I just think 
it has been like it, uh, not even 3 years or something but then i think it's 3 years and in the 3 years we are very happy to say we have not uh, missed a single episode in the week so every week we are bringing in new episodes yeah we are and what's your what's your current preferred phone of choice my current phone is the pixel 7a but i'll be upgrading to samsung shortly or the pixel 8a we'll see what comes next Nice. Uh, next, we have Ava. Hi, Ava. I'm Eva, and uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for for uh, doing this podcast every week and for organizing the mailing list. It's been really helpful for me in the past, and um, I'm sure it will be in the future. And my car. Uh, I'm from Germany. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I'm a bit excited because um, I had to use my. Um, um headphone because my my speaker would speak very quietly when i um went on this uh, session here but anyway um i'm currently on a samsung galaxy a33 5g and i'm really enjoying it enjoying listening to the radio listening to podcasts everything and i'm um still on android uh, 13 haven't uh, haven't got um, the upgrade yet it hasn't been offered to me Yeah and that's it I I don't know if I can stay long because I have to have some dinner in an hour's time or so it's it's after 6 p.m. here in Germany so that's it from me Great uh, I have the A33 5G that's that's my work phone so I I like that phone too it's good good phone Next we have uh, Mitat Mitat how are you Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. So my name is Mitat Pesic from Federation of Bosnia and Herzegovina, <clears throat> and uh, I know already what question is coming up next. So uh, my current phone is Galaxy A twenty two five G from company uh, Samsung. Uh I'm really enjoying it for now. Uh as for the future uh I don't know if I'm going to upgrade to some new uh what what would what's the name? Yeah, smartphone or from either uh, iOS or Android but uh If I do get it but don't don't take me up up for it or uh, that is for the word so if I get it I'll I'll give you a heads up uh by voice message on WhatsApp group uh that is accessible androids WhatsApp group so that will be my heads up for you all all of you guys Thanks staff and welcome John boy it's you now how are you I'm good I'm John Dyer I'm joining from the state of Virginia my f- current phone is the Galaxy S23 Ultra and it's a fantastic device and I'm drinking a delicious root beer Nice uh good to have you as ever uh Linda how are you 
I'm Linda Cocovizzo. I'm from, that's Cocovizzo because Jaws and everything else pronounces it terribly. Um, but I am in Kansas City, Missouri, and um, I currently have a Pixel 6. I'm kind of looking around to decide what direction I want to go next. Um, kind of trying to wait for the OnePlus to come out and see it unboxed before I decide, but I don't know if I'm going to make it that long. <laughs> and um, I'm currently having a Monster Energy drink. <laughs> Nice. Is it, is it just me, or is Coco Vizzo sound like something you should be able to order in Starbucks? <laughs> I it's pretty easy it. to spell. It's just C-O-C-C-O-V-I-Z-Z-O, and everybody thinks it's really complicated, but it's Italian, and um, it's uh, pretty easy to spell. Yeah, a, a singable, orderable name by the sounds of it, I think. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that even, even, I thought, even I thought of the Starbucks thing. Yeah, the <laughs> OnePlus 12 does sound like it should be a beast. Uh, great that we've got you here. Uh, next we have uh, Mike. Good morning, everyone. My name is Michael Dane. I'm located in the state of uh, Oregon, along the Oregon coast. This place is very familiar to uh, to uh, uh, some of the folks that I've heard on the podcast. And so uh, I'm the uh, director for emergency communications for the city. My uh, phone is, uh, I just upgraded to the Galaxy S23 Ultra. So um, I'll send it back to you. And I'll go back on mute because I'm monitoring uh, emergency frequencies. So I'll be listening along. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks, Mike. Before you go, Mike, uh, sorry, this is Warren from the state of Washington. Are you in Lincoln City, Cannon Beach? Or, uh, where are you at? We go to the Oregon coast every year. Um, which of those? In other words, I'll stop by to have uh, lunch with you. That's what it is. <laughs> well, Warren, uh, you're more than invited. I'm in Depot Bay. Oh, I missed yeah. you. I missed you a couple of, uh, it's been a while. This is when it was uh, ice free. Exactly. And I was following you back. To, I was in the other room. I was setting up uh, a, a mixer to do a live and a streaming performance. And oh, so I, I was in the other room with my, uh, with my crew. And we were uh, setting up the, uh, the system uh, to be go. I do a lot of portable work. Oh. Uh, both with the radio gear and also I do a uh, live sound uh, reproduction. So um, nice. I missed you. But one of the workers came over and told me that uh, you were in the other room. And I, I was at the point <laughs> where I couldn't get away. So uh, Gracie Seahag and Depot Bay, you're, all, all of you are invited. If you're in the area, uh, just, let one, just let one of the uh, workers know. Uh, I've been at that uh, place for 26 years. So, oh, beautiful! Uh, yeah, it's so hard so, to know where anyway. to go there because it's always, you know, rainy and chilly. You know, you go, you want to go to the beach, you get there, and it's like 60 degrees, uh, 50 something degrees. I hated it, and the kids love it anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 a bit. I spent a weekend in Florence once. Uh, so, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and all you have to do is come up the coast uh, up to uh, Depot Bay. We're just north of, not, not just north, but 
Uh, we're north of uh, Florence, but if you ever wind up down there, come up here. And, right. Uh, we'll yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, right. Mike. Thank you. Good, good to have you, Mike. Uh, next, it's our friend Miwash Potato. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Where are you coming to us from? Uh, I'm from Poland, and I can't wait until summer to eat yummy peaches. And I'm, I want to grow my own peach tree also. That's my dream, kind of. And I'm, I can't wait until Galaxy S24 series will be released because I'm really hyped for those AI features and stuff. I really want those, and I'll probably going to upgrade because I am now using the A52 S 5G. And at first, I liked it a lot, but um, after a year, there are quite a lot of problems with it, including overheating and generally not good stuff. Oh, well. So, yeah. But yeah. at least I have Android 14 already, which is good. Good. But I think I'm not sure about what you mean by growing peaches because peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown, according to the president of the yeah. United States of America anyway. I know, but we kind of do it another way, you know. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that's that's so beautiful, the uh, potato boy. And uh, this is this is no summertime. I love my peaches, but you know what? The peach, uh, I leave that for the summertime. I, I don't like canned ones, uh, Ed, by the way, just for the record. Uh, it, it's the president <laughs> of the United States of America that gave them primacy, not me. Uh, it's their lyric. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, Mohammed Amir. It's hi. Um, I am from India. And... Yes, my name is Amir, and no, not the other person with a similar name. That's a different person, uh, I promise you. And, uh, yeah, I am a student. Welcome. Are you near Austin, or are you a bit further away? Actually, no, Austin is uh, quite far away from here. I'm all the way uh, to the north, you know. I, I am in Kashmir. If uh, I, I'm sure Austin would know. Wow, and, the cold, uh, nice valley. Yeah, uh, I'm just waiting for it's, a it's heaven, on, heaven on earth. <laughs> yeah. Quote unquote, yeah. I mean, so, um, yeah, um, I'm really glad uh, to be here, actually. It's my first time uh, joining the Blinding Android podcast. And I have two Android devices. The main one is IQ Z6. That's the one I'm using. And I also have a Samsung um, M34. It's the newly released, uh, I think it was released in April or something. Uh, and yeah, both the phones I like. And they, they're they actually mid, low to mid-range devices. And so, I mean, they still perform decently. And you know, I like them. Uh, and for potato, I want to say uh, we do have a bunch of peach trees here, and you know we can send you some. Uh, but for that, you have to wait for summer. Uh, but can I uh, ask you something? Are they uh, hairy or not? Um, actually, they are kind of yes. Their skin is. 
what's your name again? Uh, uh, Amin? Pereira? Yes, no, no. Amir. Amir is my name. Hi, Warren. Hey, so really, I want to talk about that phone that you have. I mean, you could you could talk about it later on, but you know, um, this is the first time. I mean, I've seen it so many times. You know, that's the IQOO phone, right? The IQ, right? Is that what it yes, is? Yes, yes. Now mm -hmm. it seems like it's a great phone. How how is uh, its accessibility? Is it is it a good so, access, accessible uh, someone, phone? Someone mentioned uh, the. Um, I don't know if it, there are uh, problems with the launcher. It's a it's a sub brand of Vivo. If you know what, like you know, the Vivo is a yeah. Chinese brand, right? So it yes. uses the same OS, and so it does have a lot of unlabeled uh, buttons uh, and stuff. So essentially, I don't use the default launcher, so I don't have to deal with it. I use Nova. But even with the control center, uh, there are some accessibility issues. Like uh, it's not really. I mean, now now that I'm used to it, I don't really mind it much. But I would not recommend if you were like a beginner, at least for now, I would not recommend. Yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. And Sally, how are you? I'm doing well. It's great to be here. And just I want to say thank you guys a lot for making this podcast alive. I'm here nonstop since 116th episode uh, as part of the partnership. By the way, it's Sal Kundas from Turkey, co-founder of AccessibleAndroid.com. And I should say I'm using S23 as my main phone. I really like that phone, by the way. Uh, it's really compact and fast enough. And uh, coming back to the topic, it's great to be here and uh, celebrating the 30th anniversary. I'm sure it's going to go way long to five, six, and seven, even even more. So I'm hoping for that. I hope so too. Yeah. And last but not least, it's the evil chocolate cookie. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. Um, just you know, fighting with in-room temperature, but yeah, um, I'm in, I'm in Kentucky in the U.S. And as of about a month ago, actually been a little bit over, I am coming to you from a Pixel 7 Pro early birthday present. Shiny new toy. Nice. That I just picked up and was just instantly like okay yeah i can i can live with this i'm i'm going to be using this for the rest of forever uh, evil chocolate girl um so kentucky kind of blew me away uh so we were traveling around the country and we got to some place in kentucky i wanted to go see the uh, aph uh, the braille uh, place in louisville and we stopped somewhere to eat at a kfc and guess what? It's an all-you-can-eat. And here, I hate chicken. Uh, <laughs> and I, it just blew me away that they had an all-you-can-eat. I never heard of that uh, for KFC. So it was quite an experience um, for me. I mean, the first time I went to Kentucky was back in, I think it was in 1998, or was it in 2000? I think it was 2000 to... Um, uh, Lexington uh, for 
a conference called the National Church Conference of the Blind. That was the first time. And then in 2014, when we traveled overland, you know, with my family and all of that, it was such a blast. We saw a lot of places in Kentucky, went to the uh, Creation Museum and all of that. It's just, I love it. So welcome to our party. I wouldn't recommend living here, though. Not if you want a job. <laughs> uh, why is that? I like Kentucky. Um, because if you because if you live here, at least in this part, and they society tells them there's anything wrong with you, you are either blown off or totally ignored by every <laughs> employer ever. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, but it's it's very interesting. I never forget. And all you can eat uh, KFC. And here I don't like chicken. It's kind of odd. Sorry about that. My wife wanted to interject its two cents into the matter. Well, good. <laughs> good. We Give used to steps. have all you can eat KFC around here, and then they, uh, I don't know, they went away. So ah. they were kind of tied in with Taco Bell. And I always thought, why don't they have all you can eat tacos on there, too? Maybe great. people were eating right? too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yeah. Food is good. Food is good. You have it. My doctrine is: if you have it, eat it. You don't have it, then you go hungry. That's all. <laughs> oh, we've been around all the mics. I've just had a quick look. No one else appears to have joined. Uh, Warren, where should we take it next? Do you think? Well, I think the first thing I want to start by saying is that this podcast was something that we just kind of thought of it on a whim, if you will, you know, with the breakage of eyes uh, free and all of that, everything is simply splintered and all of that. So here we are, and Austin and I got it talking, and then we decided, hey, let's just go ahead and start. And by the way, I think it was December the 18th, that was our first episode and so this almost coincides with that, and that was going back to 2020. Was it 2020? Awesome. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. Yeah. And um, so we had a choice of either do the celebration next week, which is going to be the 23rd, or do it today. And uh, for us, the 16th is closer to the 18th. So here we are. And we want to thank you guys for joining us, and most especially those of you that couldn't join us but are listening or listening to this later on this podcast or this venture is all about you without you none of this would have happened and so we're so excited that you guys have made this possible three years later it's a monumental thing and it's a milestone huge huge milestone for us and so we're excited about it so we were talking about phones and all of that uh, i think that in general though let's talk about things that you like on Android. How about we start with things that we like on Android and things that we don't like. So in other words, the pros and the cons as you see them. And maybe some of the walkarounds, if you if you could find some walkarounds. I know some people moving from other platforms to Android. Sometimes the, um, the problem is that some of the apps that you're using or you are using from another platform, you're not finding them here or when you find them, they're not all that accessible. Uh, how about we talk about it, go around the room and talk about that, some of the things we like about Android and some of the problems that we don't like about Android. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll start then since I have the floor. 
Now, for me, though, I've been on Android for a long time. And so it's kind of like become what I what I know because I was on Apple prior to joining uh, Android uh, going back to 2010 or 2011, actually, to be exact, with um, a Froyo device. But then, so I've kind of grown used to having Android. So I don't know anything about uh, iOS, which I call Fruitvale. So in, for me, I have no complaints. I mean, the only complaint that I have, or maybe one of the few complaints or one or two complaints that I have, is the one thing that we're still waiting for. And that's that, you know, uh, discriminate ability to select something and copy. I know it's we're almost there, but it's not quite as good as we would like it to be. And that's probably one of the biggest gripes that I have about Android. But outside of that, the things that I like about Android, you know, I just like that openness and how I can do everything that I want. I think it's you, Evil Chocolate Girl, you are talking about installing the acapella um, TTS on your watch and all of that. And so that goes to prove the openness of Android. And uh, it's one of the reasons I love where I'm at. So that will be it from me regarding uh, my Android, uh, the things I like about Android, and a thing or two that I may not like. Well, you mentioned it just now, Warren, and we came to you last, so why don't we come to you next this time? Uh, Evil Chocolate Cookie is a, uh, well, relatively new to Android, I guess, at least with that phone. Were you iOS before, and what do you like or not like? Yeah, I was on iOS for about 12 years, and then I was given a Galaxy that I actually still have over here. It was just lying around, and then I start playing with it, and things are just so much easier, and they make so much more sense for me to do, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Because for those of you who don't know, let's take ringtones, because I know we all like to personalize those. If you want to get a ringtone to your phone from Apple, you got two options. Fight with GarageBand and hope you drop the stupid MP3 file in the right spot in the project. Or fight with iTunes and hope it feels like letting you drag and drop into the right part of the window. Not fun. Not in either direction. So when I found out getting this phone, my, my mother's just like, oh, just grab an MP3 and throw it in the folder. And I'm like, excuse me, what? That's all I have to do? I... I like the freedom that I'm seeing. I can, if I don't like something, there's a 90% chance I can change it. Really, the only problems I've had is, you know, the additional purchases I'm going to have to make to get some of my software back, which it's mildly frustrating considering I've already spent like triple on one app because I kept losing it on the other side of the fence. And now I'm going to have to pay for it again. (laughs) That and I had one app that was holding me back from switching completely and the developers blew me off in terms of fixing the accessibility. So I just picked my podcast up and moved it. You know, talking about uh, apps that we have on previous platforms or whatever that we're migrating to, I think that a good thing would be if these things... uh, use the same email, for example, I know I got probably two or three apps 
I have a fruit veil device, an iOS device for those of you in Rio Linda. I have, you know, a fruit veil device, but there are a couple or three apps that I use the same login, my email address, and I could, you know, access both on Android and um, iOS. So it would be nice if that could be the case or if they use, say, hey, use your Google account to sign in, then one should be able to access all of those things, whether you're on whatever platform that you have chosen. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me let me let me let me just pause that there for a minute because I want to uh, invite Amir to introduce himself. Amir, you were on fairly recently, I know, as uh, Android Journey, but you want to remind people again uh, where you're from and uh, what what phone you're rocking. Hello, everybody. This is Amir joining you from Tehran, Iran. I am currently using the Samsung S23 Ultra as my only daily driver. Uh, I had the A54 for a couple of weeks, but then managed to upgrade to the S23 Ultra and have a lot of fun using the phone. And coming from the iOS side after so many years, I couldn't imagine having such a fantastic time on this side of the pond. Right. And so one of you wanted to tell us some good news, I think, either Amir or Sally. Who wants to do that? Yeah, let it be Amir, because I mean, I want him to say that. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not sure if it is good news or maybe bad news for Salah and Karine, but uh, we are supposed, through Salah's kind offer, to uh, cooperate as a team on accessible Android in terms of content and whatever stuff. I can be of assistance. So we talked about it a couple of years, a couple of um, hours ago, I'm sorry. And it was finalized in a matter of, I don't know, 10 or so minutes. So let's see what comes of it in the near future. Nice. Good to see that team expanding as well. So going back then to, to, to the apps discussion and, and the problem, yeah, I, I've noticed the way I would characterize it, if an app lets you log in with the same details across platform, it's almost, it's a service-led thing and the app's kind of secondary. It's a means to access the service, isn't it? Whereas if the app is kind of the main thing, that's where it tends to be separate. It is always worth, I think, dropping the developer a little line to see if he wants to kind of do you any deal. He might not, but when I when I left iOS, in 2020, I'd been on it similar length of time, about 10 years. I didn't really want to buy all my apps again. So I wrote to my app developers and went, or the app developers and went, I bought your app. Do you want to give me a coupon so I can get it for free? And they didn't all do it, but one or two did. So uh, I, did, I didn't have to shell out quite the same amount of money again. Uh, so basically, when I basically talked to a few developers about that, about uh, like... Uh, getting a discount or something on another device usually their answer was like uh, but those are two different platforms two different infrastructures and we are managing differently there are different developers for it so yeah you have to pay twice yeah and, and i didn't get it from all of them like i say but i got it probably two three out of five so i was i was happy with the with the return i thought there's no harm in asking uh so you know save myself a couple of bucks uh ava i know you said you might have to go early if you're still there what what do you like about uh android or what don't you like so much um what i love about android um that you can choose between um different screen readers now 
like this uh, commentary or talkback that you you don't have to stick to just one. And I love um, the gestures of talkback that you can only use one finger instead of, as I was told, um, up to three fingers um, on iOS, which I have never used. And um, yeah, um, that's what I enjoy because I never press um, all my fingers with the same in, um, intensity and I don't realize it. And when I, if I had to memorize all the gestures, two times, three fingers, three times, two fingers, oh my gosh. So one finger um, is really something for me. <laughs> I really, really like it. <laughs> What I don't like is is that um, you have to go into the, the developer options in order to be able to uh, change talkback's volume when you are using um, Bluetooth earbuds. But we've had that on a mailing list. And um, again, I was very grateful for this list um, that someone gave me the tip with with this with those developer options. Would never have thought of that of those. Great, yeah, and it's uh, it's hard to to get into if you don't know as well. They don't uh, they don't want you stumbling in there uh, accidentally. Well, when you were chuckling, you love the one finger gestures, don't you? You always did. Well, I'm a one finger kind of guy. Um, I do most of my things uh, except for an occasional thing when I need to use two fingers for, um, you know pausing something I'm reading or, you know, playing back or pausing a playback or else I mainly use one finger. I mean, now and then, of course, I would use um, the multi-finger thing when I assign it to something in particular. Uh, let's say I want to copy something or whatever. But other than that, I am not one of those that uses the uh, multi-finger all the time. So I'm not the only one. Great to um, no, great to hear. <laughs> you are not the only one, and uh, trust me, a lot of us just want to use the one finger. But the good news is that you know we have that uh, possibility, or it's there for people who would like to use many fingers. It's there for you if that's what rocks your boat. Then you've got it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I love the one finger gestures. I love being able to use my one my phone in one hand when i need to especially when when i was the father of a newborn and you know when you're holding that baby and it's finally fell asleep and you only have one hand free to do stuff you know that's when the, all those angle gestures and everything come in handy you can do a lot with your phone whereas if you had an iphone you have to kind of you can't do really much of anything without holding the phone in one hand and tapping it with the opposite hand Yeah, and how about you then, John, and uh, your likes and dislikes about Android? So that's one of the main things is the one-handed use you can get out of it. Um, and the things that you can't do, like, for example, copy, cut, paste, all that, I usually have assigned, and they are, by default, assigned to multi-finger gestures. But you also have talkback voice commands, which I don't think voiceover has an equivalent. So a lot of things you can do using voice commands um, with just one gesture, and then you can say copy, cut, paste, select all. Um, you can even label buttons with voice commands. You can set your granularity with voice commands. You can really do a lot with it. Um, so I can really do <laughs> everything one-handed if I really wanted to or in a, in a situation where I need to. And also, um, just, and this isn't going to come as a surprise to anybody, but 
I love how many devices there are. You know, <laughs> Android, you could get phones in all shapes, sizes, brands, different interfaces. Like, there's a lot to, a lot of new stuff to play around with. So, that's also what I love about Android. Any dislikes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it can break it can break out of nowhere like especially the web views i i don't know stuff can just stop working and then you have to figure out okay what app was it gboard was it web views was it chrome what updated that broke whatever was working and you know that's a frustration for me um i also i i'll make the point and people make this point when they come from ios it's not a big deal once you get used to it, but it's not as responsive as voiceover. You know, the um, gestures, I don't think, are as reliable. Like, um, I could tap with four fingers and it thinks I, or swipe with four fingers and only thinks I swipe with three fingers, that sort of thing. I find, and, and you know, it probably has something to do with the fact that Apple has control over the hardware, or more control over the hardware, I should say. Um, and, you know, it's just, it feels like uh, voiceover works better. Like, just it's more reliable. Like, every time I double tap, I know the double tap is going to work. It doesn't always work on Android, you know? I mean, it's not like always not working, but every once in a while, something I do doesn't work. And I'm like, I know I did that gesture right. <laughs> it didn't work. So, that's, I guess that's my other gripe. Yeah, for me, I, I, I like the openness, like a couple of others have said, uh, and the fact that you really can change anything. One fairly geeky thing that you can spoof location services because using a VPN doesn't always work these days. Virtual private network, if you want to appear to be somewhere else and it goes off the phone's location services in Android, you can change those. You can't very easily in iOS, certainly not without jailbreaking. The one thing I don't really like is uh, the fragmentation of updates. I think that is disappointing. Uh, the fact that it's left so much to manufacturers and to uh, networks and certain carriers in certain instances to roll stuff out. But um, no, it's definitely uh, my preferred one. How about how about you, Linda? You um, you, you work in the industry, don't you? I'm an adaptive technology instructor, so I work for a company called TechVision. Um, and she, the, the lady in charge of that, we do, we mainly work with K-12 students on the computer and um, on Braille displays. And I have been asked a time or two to help a person connect with their iPhone fruit veil with their um, uh, Braille display because they generally use the focus. And I have... Um, I have a fruit veil for that reason. So I can do testing and working with my students. And there's a couple of things that I do on, on there, but not as much now that seeing AI and all that is on the Android. Thankful. I'm with the evil on the ringtones and sounds. I know it sounds silly and, and but it, it's like the most awesome thing ever. I can have a sound or ringtone for anything I want. Um, so, and I can make my own and I can, you know, easily just make the MP3 and drop it on there. It's awesome. Um, I am a multi-finger gesture person, so I don't think it really matters if, if, um, but I also figured out how to do that with both phones. Generally with one hand, I have two kids. Um, they're not kids anymore, but you know, back when they were, um, and I, 
trying to think here. What don't I like? I had it in my head a second ago. <laughs> um, I do like the fact that we can have the, the different launchers, the dialers, the message, uh, you know, keyboards and so on. Um, but yeah, the, the breaking things at times um, with you on that one. And uh, this thing with the pixel and the, and the, or, and the 14 and that little uh, status bar with the battery and all that being in one place. What's up with that? Um, and I noticed that in Chrome, in-page links don't read as in-page, seem to read as in-page links. They just read as links. Um, and things don't seem to always be grouped. So you have a lot of separation. I think the grouping would be good um, in a lot of situations. So I think that's it. Yeah, um, I, 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 the gestures on Android as well, what I quite like about them is it's possible to be told a native gesture and know how to uh, implement it like with TalkBack just by adding one finger. I've, I've always liked that. So you can get psychic help, whereas there's no there's no way to use Apple's native gestures with voiceover, really. It doesn't work in quite the same way. They're all, they're all voiceover gestures. So you kind of need someone who knows voiceover. Obviously, TalkBack now has other gestures that aren't native ones, but you know at least you've got the basics down. Just add a finger to the core. I think that's quite helpful too. Uh, why don't we go to a couple of Amirs next? We'll go to uh, uh, Kashmir Amir first. Uh, what do you really like or not like, Amir? Well, with Android, I like the choice I have, uh, the choice of browsers, I don't know, music players, uh, email clients, and someone mentioned screen readers. These are all awesome points, and uh, I like the choice of TTS engines. I do have lots of them, and uh, switch back and forth that is really nice. But when it comes to complaints, I have a couple of gripes, to be honest. And, you know, life is full of gripes of that sort. For example, when I'm typing with Gboard or the Samsung keyboard, uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, sometimes the character uh, my finger is on cannot be typed. I don't know why. You know, I hear the character. When I lift my finger, it is not typed. But... Uh, I don't know, sometimes, for example, Google Assistant stops functioning and I should restart the phone in really rare circumstances, really rare. But these gripes aside, I like the experience. Excellent. Yeah, the, the only reason, the, the only place I've seen that uh, Gboard thing, it hasn't happened to me on characters, luckily. It's only been on, you know, some of the buttons you have to tell it to enter uh, when you lift a type, you know, like the, the symbols button or enter or something. And luckily, I've never had I've never had that little quirk uh, happen to me. I've which seen is, it on password good. and pins. Yeah. You know, when I'm supposed to type the pin or the password, I do hear the character or the number, but when I lift mm -hmm. the finger, it's not there. I have to double tap. Or just uh, doesn't enter. Touch, yeah, yeah, and and hold again. One frustration I've had with Gboard is that when I so I have mine set to uh, lift to type, right? But when I want to delete like everything in the field, I'll find the delete key and I'll hold my thumb there, right? And I swear I'm not moving it, and it's like on the delete key, and then when it starts to long press it instead of like deleting everything it either puts a whole bunch of l's in or or starts hitting enter over and over and i'm like i i did not move my finger it's been on the delete key the whole time so 
I don't know what's going on with that, but that's one frustration I've been having with it lately. And so it could be be that maybe your finger is touching something. I've seen those instances, but like um, Amir from Cashmere was saying earlier, uh, sometimes I notice some apps, even though I have set my um, default Mm -hmm. to be the lift to type or whatever. And prime example is the hushed uh, phone app. For example, I have to, uh, double tap on a number in order for it to be inputted. So uh, this sometimes depends on the app in question, even though uh, one has set their whatever preference, uh, one would think that it would just automatically follow that. I'm kind of beginning to wonder if the app in question is bypassing uh, what I have or they have their own uh, keyboard or whatever. That's the only thing I can think of. And folks, I do have one more little gripe, and maybe you can help me with that. And you know, in some apps, when I use the double—I uh, mean, the two-finger gesture—to scroll up or down, it scrolls. But you know, it scrolls. I, I mean, it over-scrolls. For example, in the contacts area, when I scroll, it goes from A to M with just one act of scrolling, and it is too much. With voiceover on iOS, it was really controlled. I don't know what to do with this one. Guess yeah, I have so to live with it. Way, the way it works on Android is, um, and whether you like this or not, you know, it's a preference thing. On VoiceOver, every time you do the gesture, it scrolls exactly one page. Whereas exactly. on Android, it's got a momentum to it. So depending on how hard you swipe is how hard it's going to go. So when you stop doing that gesture, it's going to continue to scroll depending on how fast you did the gesture. So... If you don't want it to keep going after you've done the swipe, just move your fingers and stop them and keep them on the screen. And then it I won't swipe left immediately to stop it. Well, it won't, that won't stop it. The only way no. you can I stop think it is here's, by holding Here's your what John is saying. For example, let's say you are in contacts and that's a vertical scroll, for example. And so you put those two fingers, but you need to slowly, uh, you know, Uh, move them upwards you don't want to just like you're flicking something away if you do that then you're you're moving in bunch like the fruit veil does but uh, frankly i like the way it works on android because i can even scroll only by two items at a time if that's what i want so like john says it all depends on the intensity of that uh uh, scrolling or that flicking like our folks on and a, and a lot of times what I do yeah. is I'll, I'll flick it and then when I let go, I'll put my finger on the screen and just hold it there. And then I can hear like as it's going by, I can hear like the beginning of everything that my finger is touching as it's scrolling. So that kind of gives you an idea of how fast the screen is scrolling. And it creates another problem with heading navigation. For example, it, if I have many contacts under M and uh, then I want to move to the N heading, and when I set the, uh, I mean, the rotor equivalent uh, to uh, the heading option and then move down, it says there is no heading. I have to do it several times to reach N because it cannot find the N heading with just one scroll up or down action. Yeah, that's action. a good point. That's, that is a talk, an issue with TalkBack. It, headings work fine on web pages, but in actual apps, if the next heading is not on the screen, it will just scroll one page and say, 
No, not setting. And then you'll just keep having to keep scrolling until it can actually get a heading on the screen. So yeah, you're right. That is um, sort of a downside to headings navigation. And if that happens sometimes, because I notice that happening sometimes, even on web pages, for example, I mean, it works reliably on the web page, but now and then something odd like that happens. And so what I noticed for me is that if that happens, so, you know, try to touch the screen again and then try to invoke that, uh, you know, command again and see if it works. But yeah, uh, it's unreliability right there is one of the things that John had mentioned earlier on. Uh, sometimes things are not as reliable as they ought to be, and that happens to be one of those. And how about other Amir? Uh, Amir in Kashmir, what do you what do you like or not like? Yeah, uh, you got me confused. But um, so there's a lot to like about Android, especially for a tech nerd, which I am. Like there's so much stuff like you can do. For example, if I recently I discovered a utility, it's called uh, Android Screen Mirror Utility, I believe. It's an open source software where you can like you know how there's this um, your phone app link thing where you can link your phone with your Windows device. It's basically the same thing. However, uh, it's totally local. It does not require you to use your Microsoft account and it's much faster. Like the latency is much better and you can basically copy paste uh, stuff from your phone to your PC. You can uh, do the screen mirroring. And even like aside from that, there is a lot of stuff uh, that you can side load, for example, which Maybe like question questionable, you know, like you know, I'm not going to get into that, but like there's a lot of stuff you can do, and especially you know if you're in if you if you're a technology geek, I I think uh, you don't have enough customization on iOS, like you can't do a lot there. And as far as dislikes are concerned, um, I was gonna say like I was going to list a long list of issues that I have with Android, but thankfully John explained everything much better than I could ever have. Like I have all the problems that John described and it has to do with most mostly with talkback. For example, the tap's not, uh, you know, registering. Sometimes the gestures don't work. And it's mostly talkback uh, problems, I think, because I do, I do use CSR and I've never experienced anything like that. So um, it's just talkback being talkback, for example. Um, and if you're a Samsung talkback user, you'll notice that the talkback, the responsiveness is actually much worse than uh, the Google version for whatever reason. And um, And then there's also like, the one thing I really dislike on Android is the typing experience. I do not like how the, you know, there is no direct touch equivalent on Android. Like there are workarounds, for example, uh, on CSR, you can do like, you can disable browse by touch and then type. But that also broke in, I think, the developer. I don't know if it was Google or uh, CSR. One of them broke that. Now the characters are not announced anymore. But basically, I wish uh, that was a better way to type on Android. And I had no good luck with Braille keyboards either. Like the soft Braille keyboard didn't work for me at all. And uh, the ABK 
works, but it has this really annoying problem where we where it loses the calibration. Like if you type too fast, it you know loses the calibration. Then you have to recalibrate the keyboard and start all over, and it's really annoying. And yeah, that's. I mean, there are problems with it, but it, I think there are. It's not there are workarounds, and it's it's not unbearable. That's what I'm going to say. It's like you can you can you know get by. It's not like a deal breaker for the most part. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of side lading too, and obviously you've got to be careful and you should do these things, uh, understanding the risks. But any number of good reasons to do it. Maybe an app's not available in your jurisdiction. Maybe uh, an app updated itself mm. when you weren't looking, and it's mm-hmm. not accessible anymore. Yep. At least if you've got an APK, you can you can roll back as long as the app doesn't insist you're on the latest version. You know, any, any number of reasons to do it. If you're on a, if you've got something like a Braille Sense Six or a Touch Plus, you know, maybe maybe you need an older version of the app to work. So APKs, in me, in my view, uh, good good things. Uh, I am going to have to shoot off, folks, now, unfortunately. But I'm going to leave you in uh, Warren's and the other co-hosts' capable hands to uh, take you around the room. But uh, uh, hope it, hope the rest of it's a really good celebration. This is my likes and dislikes about Android. First of all, I I want to say that uh, Ed was talking about sideloading, and now sideloading is also come under Google Play protection scan. So the risk has reduced, but you need to be very careful on what permissions you give the app when you're sideloading it. So these are what I like on Android. There are lots of customizations. If you are a technical person, you can do a lot of changes more changes than what is actually shown on the screen. You can change a lot of things in the developer options of Android. To go there, you need to hit on the about phone, uh, the build number of Android seven times. But if you are not technical, I, I think you should not go in there because a lot of settings are really unknown and might do some damage to your Android install copy. You need to either reflash or format your phone and my likes are that it's customizable. You get many phones, different prices, different shapes, sizes. You want uh, RGB, you can get phones with that. But even that causes some disadvantages. One of them is fragmentation. Like some phones don't get updated. Some new phones, which are capable of running new versions of Android, don't get updated. And Android starts crashing on some phones because it is made primarily for pixels and then the OEMs customize them for their brands, which is not done properly. Maybe then it starts crashing and accessibility problems are there on some phones like the IQ phones and the Oppo brands. And also there are no games on Android. That is my another complaint. Not much of games than the iOS. I was never an iOS member. I used an iPad that my brother had, and uh, I don't know which generation it was, and I liked it kind of, but not as much as I liked Android. My brother, who had an iPhone, he sold his iPhone and upgraded to the S23 Ultra. So that is, we both are the Android guys in the house. Uh, Sorry, but I think there are a lot of games on Android, actually. Not as much though, I don't think. Like, uh, for example, there are some indie, uh, 
not indie developers, but like some blind developers who exclusively develop for iOS um, and, you know, I've um, only found a few examples, but most of the games are on the Android. Most of the yeah, accessible there, there games are a lot of I games. know. Not, I don't know if uh, any accessible games, then maybe we need to have more listeners contributing demos for the podcast in games section because we are getting very hardly next to nothing demos on game section at least. And also a lot of... Uh, Uh, games that weren't made specifically for blind, I just found out that uh, there's a higher probability you'll find an accessible mainstream game on Android than you'll find on iOS. That's what I observed from just uh, going into like Play Store and App Store and downloading some random games and stuff. Yeah, and it, it's because TalkBack has a, like, say what you will about TalkBack, but its icon detection feature is really good. I was really, really impressed. And so, like, if TalkBack encounters some unlabeled stuff, it will describe it in its accurate mode. And it doesn't take too much time, right? It's instant. Like, there's no delay. So, yeah, that does make it more uh, accessible. Love and stuff that you know. So I'm I'm not a gamer. Um, you know, I've always said there was just only this one game that I've ever played, and I think it was uh, the archery game. What was it called? Something archery, uh, audio archery, or something. Audio like that. audio archery. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that game. I love if it. I, I, I thought I was crazy. <laughs> if I can get the APK, I'll still play it even now. I still have the APK. I, I haven't I have tried it. it. I have it too. I but I love. I, mean, I, I have not played this game actually. The only archery game I, I played was uh, in in Audio Game Hub. They had the um, like there there they have a bunch of games and one of them is archery. I think it's called uh, what something to do with archery for sure. Yeah, and so I, I really like that game, most especially when I hit that bullseye. Uh, I'm like, yeah, bingo. Right, you know? Yeah, that was a, what was a nice tune, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's nice to know that you guys have, you know, um, likes and dislikes of the system. Of course, it, it's got to be like that, regardless of what system one is on. Uh, those things are bound to be there. And uh, it's nice that we get to talk about these things because if someone is coming in, uh, nothing is going to be taking them by surprise. So, for example, if you're coming from another uh, side, you're coming from Fruitvale, iOS, Apple, whatever you want to call it. And so you know that these are some of the things. And like we talked about earlier, the uh, fragmentation that Austin mentioned uh, is part of it. And for me, though, that fragmentation, as I've always said, is the strength of um, Android because I really like that fragmentation because I think it was John talking about the fact that it's nice to be able to get a different phone because, for example, if I'm a fan of Sony and maybe I've kind of grown tired of Sony, I'd like to try something else when I get something from Samsung or from IQ or from uh, OnePlus. I mean, the list is just endless. And so that's one of the good things about Android. You're not bound uh, to one thing. If you don't like it, you try something else. And for me, that's a big win-win situation right there. 
yeah but the fragmentation that i was talking about was the like some phones get updated to new versions of android some do not and some carriers do not roll the update yeah well so but that, that is that still part of, of yeah that is still part of the fragmentation because let's say you have a sony phone and maybe sony takes its time to update that whatever so it's, it's still the same thing um so you got to choose which one if you're more into uh software updates then you get the one that gets the faster updates if you are more into hey i want you know hardware quality over whatever then you go to want go along with the one that only uh updates it occasionally but you know for sure that you have such a great quality in hardware so i, I think it's a win-win situation for everyone because you have uh the playing field you have everything that you need on there and you choose as it benefits you so uh, frankly that fragmentation and- I wouldn't want it any other way than the fragmented way of doing things. In my opinion, if I had to put it short, I I would say the fragmentation is good in general for the Android ecosystem but not so good for accessibility because you know they're, they're different brands and they if you're new for example and you don't have anyone to guide you, you can really buy a phone that has not good accessibility and then you might just you know you might make your opinion based on what you what product you have and then uh you might have a negative perception about the android accessibility and that's very true and for example nice that you brought that up because some chinese phones don't even have talk back on it you, you know i've had I think it was a Duji yes. or one other member. My first my first Bernie. ever phone this was back in 2017. It was Lava. I think the brand it was it's an Indian brand and they did not have accessibility features built in. I had to man those were some good days. That thing was running Android 4.4 <laughs> again. But <laughs> but yeah, um that thing had um 512 MB of RAM. Oh my god. And um, it wasn't it was a nightmare to use talkback on that thing but um yeah that that did not have built-in talkback. Yeah, and you you find those now and then uh most especially like I said if it's a if it's a Chinese phone and uh, the same thing goes for the watches. I think it was a couple years or maybe a year and a half ago. uh that I bought one Chinese uh, watch called the Cuspet you know K O S P E T and you know I try mm-hmm. to put my finger down and you know it just I think it will say uh keep holding your finger or something I don't remember even if it said it maybe it did not but one of those I think it was my second one the Cuspet but then there was no screen reader you will hear that TTS you know prompting but since there was no uh, talk back in there nothing follows thereafter so it's one of those things and you made a great point in there that if someone is coming in for the first time and is not familiar with the fact that some of these things do not have uh the screen reader built in then it will be a problem and then that will be their viewpoint on android and that's one of the things we have that has given android a black eye and hence the reason why uh the blind android users podcast exists to correct those such uh misgivings Yeah that's true and and uh, to give you some context when i started uh using 
I am right. I I came from Symbian. I'm sure you have uh, used you know, Symbian phones. And it was it, the talkback was still uh, very rudimentary. Like remember those floating menus where you had to um, uh, you know it was like lift to type kind of. You had to do the global menu gesture and then you had to um, navigate your finger around the screen and then lift to activate the menu options. Yeah, so you're talking about the circular. Uh, we used to have, you know, one that, mm -hmm. you know, like a clock face and you move your finger around the clock. That was yeah. how it was. I think that the first time we had uh, an option, I think was in Lollipop, was when you could have that uh, circular one or you could have... Yeah, you could disable that, yeah. Here. No, unfortunately, yeah. I... I uh, I used uh, that thing was running Android 4.4, and then I jumped straight to Android 9 back in. Uh, oh, that's a that's a big move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big move. Believe it or not, I actually miss those uh, Angular <laughs> menus. You, you miss just, that? <laughs> yeah, it was so quick to get to what you wanted. You know, like it, once you had it memorized and you knew exactly where to go to get to the yeah. selection you wanted it's much quicker than swiping through a menu or even exploring by touch you know once you get it down i can see how it wasn't uh and you know we have to remember back then phones were a lot smaller and you That's know true. android true. and talkback was designed to be used with one finger because a lot of devices back then did not even have multi-finger support believe it or not yeah, so that, that, that's that why the device i've mentioned that yeah, thing that's... was uh size of my um, i mean in fact my hand i think my hand is bigger than that device that thing was just like tiny yeah so back then it was you know by design there were all these angle gestures because a lot of two two fingers and especially three finger gestures were not even possible on some devices and you know, the phones were a lot smaller, so that's why that circular menu, it was easy. You know, you could reach any part of the screen with your thumb. You just put it in the center and slide it to what you want and select it was really quick. But if you tried to use that on these giant phones today, it would be a completely different experience. That really makes sense, John, because, yeah, you know, the clock face, you know, I know I'm pointing it at me, for example. I know that the 12 o'clock is right up there and directly below it is my six. So, yeah, it's... It makes sense, you know, you could easily uh, navigate to things really quick by simply uh, knowing the angle that they add. And so I can see that. And I know some people, you know, my friend Anna still likes that. Unfortunately, we don't have that, but that used to be her preferred uh, method of navigating the uh, talkback menu. So I see why someone would like that. But yeah, uh, it's unfortunate we don't have it as an option for those that would prefer using that. I have a question. Uh, how? So you mentioned you're trying to hide from Sally. Maybe that's what it is. No, no. Uh, I want to find you though. How can I find you? <laughs> he, he doesn't want you sending him personal uh, messages yeah. on Telegram. <laughs> no, actually, I use the same. I mean, no. This uh, it's just Amir. It's simple. Uh, yeah, AMD. you're just not active on there. That's yeah. That's what it I is. mean. I read everything. Like I read all yeah. the messages. I just never. Exactly. We have lots of uh, members uh, that are not active, but they're there. And yet in the same breath, in the background, they're reading everything that's being posted on there. I'm going to start from the very beginning for me. Um, I had an LG phone back in 2010. 
and it drove me absolutely crazy. Uh, but I looked at it this way. If I could make phone calls, get text messaging, that was good enough. And so uh, from there, I moved to the uh, Note. I've had the Note 3, Note 4, Note 6, and then Note 9 was the latest uh, version of uh, an the Android phone. What I like about uh, the Note 9 and the reason why I kept it so long is that um, there was the uh, headphone jack in there. And I could uh, set it up because I do multiple uh, inputs of different devices and radio equipment to one uh, uh, control panel. And so I could track things that way, and, you know, no, uh, uh, of course, I, I couldn't, I would have to pick up the phone, but I could hear everything that came in through the, uh, the control panel. Uh, for both radios and uh, also the uh, the phone. Well, that worked really good for me. Uh, I used that Note 9 until about two weeks ago uh, when I finally decided to upgrade to the um, S23 Ultra. And uh, I'm still getting used to, to it, but what I like about Android is uh, the ability to customize it so it fits you and um, and it will work you know with the way that you would access or uh, you know uh, use it in a day it's a daily driver for me um, also uh, myself knowing that uh, I'll be interacting with uh, visually, you know, excited people. Uh, I keep in mind that uh, not all of them use Androids, but the majority of them use uh, the iOS, iOS products. So I keep that in mind and uh, uh, find ways of uh, mirroring my screen that I uh, would use, you know, so that they can see what's happening. Uh, and with me, in the when I first got the Ultra, uh, the 23 Ultra, uh, I follow the same process that I do with uh, radio equipment. Everything has to be operational in the field. Um, that would mean if I have to program on the fly, I have to be able to control the, the phone if there's a problem. And I've found some problems, um, especially with the uh, Samsung keyboard. Uh, and I, I, f I found that um, if the screen for, uh, if you just angle the screen a little bit, uh, then the character that you want to, or, or number that you want to um, invoke, that changes by just slightly movement of the screen. Uh, and so I find that the, uh, the uh, Google keyboard works, uh, Gboard works better for me. And um, the scrolling, I'm kind of like you. 
uh, I like the one finger, but I also use the two finger uh, and three finger if, if I have to. But um, I, I love the operating system. It's a great operating system. I do use um, an iPad, uh, keeping in mind the sighted folks that I work with. And uh, I use an iPad. And, uh, you know, it's not as customizable as the uh, Android. And so, uh, and it's, a lot of it is also used in the field. Uh, I'm, I'm highly mobile. Uh, I'm in charge of a unit that when we get activated and deployed, we're, we're in the field. So everything has to be uh, portable enough to travel. That's why I don't use a, uh, a computer in the field. Everything goes either over to the iPad or we just use uh, phones uh, to, to send uh, the information between uh, my my uh, position and the next uh, uh, you know team members that I'm with. So uh, that's that's about it. I'm still learning the um, the S23 Ultra, and uh, thanks to John um, John Dyer and yourself, uh, Warren. I've uh, I've been able to get around on it. I've made it crash <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> but that's okay. But you know, we all do. But but what what I and uh, a lot of a lot of my team members will always say, "Oh, here he goes with the reset," I, and I that that's where <laughs> that's you can me. always that's yeah, me. that's where you can always find um, you know what your strengths are, and it helps you to develop on-the-fly programming if you have to do it. And so I applied the same principles that I use for radio to the phone. And uh, it's worked out pretty good so far. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't gotten to a place where I couldn't do anything um, without any sighted help. So that's a great thing about Android. You know, if there is a problem and... Uh, uh, you you can at least invoke talkback so uh, it it will work. So uh, uh, that's that's my story. That's a great story indeed, Mike. And we we're grateful that you're with us. And most especially, thanks to John. John is a big Samsung guy. You know he loves his Samsung phones, and so. Um, John has brought us a lot of things concerning Samsung, and so I'm glad John is there. So when you need something about Samsung, uh, talk to John. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, happy I've, to be here. Yeah, John, I've 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 gained a lot of uh, um, when I first got the phone. Uh, okay. I I really I really did look at uh, I really did look at. Um, the uh issues you know the uh the podcast mm -hmm. and uh looked at follow that um and i thought okay <laughs> i thought i had it all down until i i <laughs> did get the phone and i thought uh oh <laughs> okay we need to start from square one yeah um, and you but, did a good one 
and it sounds to me like you're a kind of note guy. You like your your notes, you know, Galaxy notes for quite a while until they petered out. Yeah, I, and um, I have to say, uh, Warren, you you've been uh, you really have been an evangelist for uh, Android, and I want to I wanted to personally thank you, and that's one of the reasons why I'm here today. To thank you for uh, all your work and um, throughout the years, you know, uh, I've been following you for you in, in particular since uh, Ice Free Days. No, thank and you so much, so man. I've learned I've learned a lot. I've learned to uh, keep the phone and not sailing, having it sail across the room <laughs> in frustration. <laughs> and I've been there. Uh, you know, funny, though, both you and I started on LG. I always said I started on the Optimist, and um, I was frustrated with it. I almost threw it out the window. I, I ran back to the food veil and then came back. And then my salvation came with the uh, Razor Max from uh, Motorola. And that was with uh, gingerbread and everything changes from there. And I never looked, looked back ever since then. But to be honest, uh, that Froyo device with LG Optimist was not a very good thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> uh, as I was saying, as long as I can make a phone call and uh, somehow get a text message, uh, I was happy at the moment. Uh, yeah. Because I had all the uh, other uh, devices uh, that I could use. Uh, but then uh, they started updating. And so, uh, and I, I've been, to be honest, I've been very fortunate uh, in my uh, journey in that I had some very understanding uh, sighted assistants. And, nice. uh, they didn't. They didn't understand what we were doing and how we were doing what we were doing, and also they used to say, um, uh, "You know, we we don't speak that language." And I, I didn't <laughs> I realize. It. I didn't realize they they couldn't understand the speed that I added up to. So when I slowed it down, you know, they began to say, "Oh, it is English." I said, "Yeah, it is." Sorry about that. So I, you know, it taught me a lesson that uh, if I'm gonna ask for help in any way, that I need to slow the. Uh, I remember that they don't listen at the speed that we listen uh, the audio to. So, you know, those those things I've uh, kept in mind. But thank you again for all your work, and thank you to John. John, you're great. Thanks. <laughs> you know, you brought up the eyes free days, and I, I kind of want to share a funny story. At least I hope it's funny. So back in the day when I was on the eyes free list, um, I, I, well, I was, I wasn't really involved in too many uh, blind related communities. But at the time, I was on that list, and I remember thinking, like, who's this Warren Car guy? He. <laughs> <laughs> he is like whenever I see a message from him, I'm like, oh my gosh, here's Warren again. Like, here's the know-it-all guy, <laughs> Mr. Android Evangelist. You know, I oh my god. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you this, Warren, to make a point because I 
I thought I I didn't like you at the time for whatever <laughs> reason. And it just this is how how things come across when like you only see things in text, right? So yeah. the eyes group, the eyes free group falls apart, right? Years later, I haven't I haven't joined the blind Android users mailing list or anything. And then I find the podcast. I'm listening to the podcast and I'm like, Warren Carr, that sounds familiar. What's that? But it doesn't <laughs> click, right? And I, I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, I really like this podcast. I like these guys. They know a lot. They're good people. All this. And then one day it just clicks. I'm like, was that the Warren Carr? Like, that can't be that can't be this Warren over here. It's just like it's such a it just goes oh to show God. like how judgy you can be like even subconsciously especially when it's only like in text form you know like when you're communicating with people only in text form it just you can read it much differently than like hearing them speak you know what i mean well you know john uh, i agree with you um in <laughs> In, Warren uh, is a jerk, isn't he? You agree yeah. with him? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have to say that um, for myself, you know, we we have uh, emails. We're able to send text messages, emails, um, and things of that sort through the radio. Uh, in fact, we practice a lot uh, of not doing uh, voice or uh, using a computer. Uh, in 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 my group, it's essential that they're able to uh, send messages through the radio, independent of a uh, tele telecommunications infrastructure. Uh, the reason is that when it all goes down, that's all we have is the radio and uh, your phone or uh, your iPad or not even if your computer has power still, you can use that. But uh, we send it through the radio frequencies. Well, um, the one thing that I, I always say, keeping in mind they are sensitive uh, information that you can't transmit. And uh, that would have to uh, do with uh, critical uh, information, uh, casualty count. Uh, or um, uh, any medical uh, information can't be sent via voice. It has to be through uh, the uh, text uh, type of uh, format for communications. But I never did like that because I like the voice because you can hear their intent. And I think to me that's more than anything else is the intent. Um, whether the person is arrogant, think they know it all, or um, they're helpful, they want to or be just helpful. Trying to be helpful, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. um, and uh, just to be clear, Warren's a great guy. Me and him are great friends now. But it just goes to show, and I was the one at fault here that you know you can you can um, assume a lot, you know, and not even realize what you're doing yeah yeah i agree i agree with mm -hmm. you and you know it's anyway, funny that john mentions that you guys remember the guy um glef from uh voxygen not voxygen uh was it voxmate there we go now so when glef and i started talking he was relating this story to me from the ice free 
that you know I was critical of his uh, app, <laughs> and he was he was walking around and having this Warren guy in his head, and he said, "How am I gonna talk to this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and we we talked, and we we became the best of friends. And he's like, "Here, I was thinking that I didn't like you, you know." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you know, it's okay because probably maybe the way I wrote about the app and all of that, you know." <laughs> A jack well with you. That's funny. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, oh my gosh, I um, love it. Beautiful story, John. So when I started using Android in uh, 2013, when I first got my Android device, and after a while, I joined the Ice Free List. I know you weren't. Uh, you were <laughs> writing messages, and I thought, okay, this guy is arrogant. Oh my god! I mean. <laughs> 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 you know, and then um, I kept following the the discussions, and I joined the Anatad mailing list. I was keep following. I did. I hope one day I can meet this guy. I mean, he, he's he's not too bad, honestly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> and here I thought. I think that probably though, maybe I'm yeah. too much of of a fanboy. I think that's yeah. what it is. And <laughs> I, I, I find a reason to defend every single yeah. <laughs> And I think that's yeah. what people got pissed off about. <laughs> because are I was you, finding a way. Are you with Clap? <laughs> and what happened to their app? Uh, which one? Uh, Voxmade. Oh, Voxmade. Yeah. I just, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I think that what happened to Voxmate though has to do with the uh, the subscription models, and a lot of us, a lot of blind people, uh, don't, you know, or live in places. A lot of Android use, blind Android users live in places that do not have the money to, um, you know, do subscriptions and. And all of that. So a lot of people would rather have a one-time payment kind of thing if that what it comes down to. But most especially when it's a recurring uh, subscription, then Wait, I find that a lot of people are not. Uh, you know, I haven't tried it. This is interesting. I have to try it, but um, I haven't seen what anything. We uh, should ask him. That. I mean, what's the story behind? I mean, uh, it's been a while. They didn't do any updates, and it stayed in the beta stage. I was one of the beta testers, but I didn't hear. Yeah, it. I was too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to reach out to Glyph and yeah. Uh, what's her name? Um, Atia. Uh, Atia, right? Katia. Oh, Katie. Yeah. I call her Katie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. You're right. So yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what happened. So, but Voxmate, for those of you that do not know what Voxmate is, it's a very simplistic app. All it takes is like four swipes, either up, down, left, or right. And I think they had a very good idea. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's good for someone who's not, you know, adept in Android or whatever, but you can do everything just by four swipes. And it, it was very good. Um, I just wish that they had continued. You know, what, you know what it reminded me of is, when, remember when I reviewed the blind show? And that had like a directional pad. A yes, lot of yeah. their, a lot of the apps that they had curated, you know, 
like they had a telegram on there they had whatsapp on there different things they had it the same way you know you kind of used up and down to like go through a list yeah, and then you, yeah. you would hit right to like select that thing it was sort of a similar interface i should say yeah, what I liked about Worksmate was, I mean, uh, there are a lot of modules you can use, like the phone dialer and news tracker, even the radio. Yeah, I It was a promising app, and I wish there would be a way back to on it, and we can still use it. So Warren, yeah. definitely ask them about the story. I'm going to ask him, yeah. but I think that what happens, though, it makes it very hard because you have to keep on it and uh, try to see if the developer would let you kind of do that. And I remember Glef was talking about, I don't remember what app it was, maybe something from Google. Maybe it was Maps. I don't remember what it was, but he was trying to see if they would let him do that. So I think the burden becomes such a burden, so to speak, because yeah. if the uh, developer doesn't let you, then you know you don't have many apps that you have in there. And I think probably that probably led to the demise of it. But yeah, and another thing is that if they could like maybe venture into the TTS engine, probably that would be a, a better route. I don't know, but Voxmate was a very great app. And Absolutely, I, I love that app. And yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay, um, being at ten years of Android users, even from the very beginning days, what I like is just going to Play Store and exploring new apps, just trying them. And if I don't like it, I can just simply uninstall it. Uh, I think Warren, you also like uh, being an app junkie. <laughs> I really do. That, that's my trademark. Yeah, I really love it. And what I don't <laughs> like is it's not related to android itself but the geo restrictions and things take a while to be available on other markets and other territories all over the world so this is kind of a problem on android but i'm sure uh, there will be a way through it there would be but yeah you know it's, yeah. it's great that you know you mentioned that play store because i like navigating the play store finding new apps and things like that absolutely so when i'm getting bored i just like go to play store and go down through the list and just discover a new app and see if it is accessible or not <laughs> it's a new journey i have a little yeah. question if i may ask so is there a WhatsApp group of this blind Android users? Because I've only read about the Telegram. I don't have the Telegram app, and it would be just great, a WhatsApp group or, or something like that. Yeah, the accessible Android has a WhatsApp group if you're interested. What, how is it called? Access what? Accessible Android. Accessible Android, yeah. I, I look for this. Or, or do I need to be invited? Here's what it is. So accessible Android, you know, is a sister to blind Android users. So, but its focus is mainly like on written material because not everybody can listen to stuff. So if you like listening or rather reading on things or, you know, wanting things in a written format instead of audio, uh, absolutely accessible Android is where you need to be because then you have that you can copy the stuff for reference or whatever and things like that it also has a whatsapp group i mean yeah, how can i WhatsApp. pass you the if i paste on here can you join through the link um yeah i should be able i i think so okay.
All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join our mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Well, thank you, folks. That has been our celebration of the third anniversary. And we thank everyone that was able to join us. Until we see you next week, for me, it's goodbye. Bye, everyone. everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.